let's see if these things work here. They better. We paid enough for them. Hey, <laughs> 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 <Pay> you mean? <laughs> We they, spent enough for them. It better work. That that was your Zell just going off. Zell me mad. As you can see by the, 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 the hashtag over, over it. That way. Yeah. Start, start here. <laughs> Read that way. Uh, wood, <laughs> suave. There, there, there it is. Um, Tree wiggle weed. Yeah. Amen. Uh, today is they don't even matter what day today is. <laughs> Actually, it, it kind of does. <laughs> Do you know what today? Just for the for the purposes of the conversation, today is Saturday, November the eighteenth. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. Twenty and twenty. Tree wiggle wee convenient. Bring me your dinner bucket. Let the church say. Hey, man. So tonight we have AEW full gear emanating we're from. We're gonna waste some money this evening. Los Angeles, California. For uh, oh, actually, Inglewood, California. Yep. And the uh, in the forum, the Kia forum. We also have in a week the Thanksgiving tradition that is. Survivor Series, man, it ain't it ain't the Survivor Series I grew up with at all. Like, Survivor <laughs> Series, nonetheless. Like if you if you're going to change Survivor Series from being the traditional elimination style tag team matches, cool. Especially when you do it with war games. But you don't eliminate anybody. There's no. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. So. You you didn't know I was going to go here with it, but the reason why we we started the way we did and on the back end it seemed to be very abrupt mm-hmm. is the fact I have not one but two bones to pick about Survivor Series before we go into this week's news because on this episode of Chopping Wood, hey, I said we haven't done that since season one. You see, you see, aha, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, on the next episode we do is going to be a you know who ain't going to win for Survivor Series so um, and typically we do a tournament this time of year but there's been so many shows I want I wanted to do uh, best Survivor Series of all time we were supposed to do that last well, well we said last year we were going to do it this year <laughs> facts I facts. guess what we need to do is just go I, ahead because now because now we have 53 weeks before the next episode before the next like Survivor Series episode, this is true. Well, here here's the thing. Ah, there's Unk. What's up, Unk? Here's the thing. It's like forty percent of the roster is occupied between two matches. So why <laughs> <laughs> you know who ain't gonna win? Ain't really gonna take that long. Forty percent of the roster is on two matches on this card. All right, so let's talk about that first and foremost. Yeah, the first the first bone I have to pick is the fact that you've already taken the roof off of the war games, the match beyond the creation of the American dream, if you will. That's the road. It's it's a it's a filming aesthetic. You know it, it is. So it is. It makes it shot. easier for a number of different things. You get better spots. You get better angles. 
you you get the you get, w- you get more dangerous spots because somebody's gonna do a dive off the top of it. But yeah, you get the WWE spit shine on a on an NWA classic. Not bad. Well, Not bad. Regardless, regardless of what's mixed in with that saliva, but yeah, <laughs> Not bad. But if you're going to put it in Survivor Series, I'm with you, Suave. Even though it takes, what, 20 minutes to start the match? Is that about right? See, that, 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 that's the thing. You can't do that and eliminations. You got to pick a poison. But you could. Because it, what, because take, once the match starts, the match is only about twenty minutes long. It take about an hour and a half. Not necessarily. So you got entrances, which in WWE is a twenty minute thing. <laughs> then you've got the, the 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 fight periods where everybody's locked in the cages and they're coming in one at a time for each team. Then so is it is it is it is it five minute intervals? Three, five, whatever they come up with. Okay, we'll say we'll say it's five just for. Argument okay, say. so that's that's another twenty minutes to get everything right. In. So that's forty minutes, and and you've been kind of working solo. Then you get in there, and then they want to see everybody fight. So you at least another twenty for that, at I'll least. All right, so let me pull. Finish. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, I actually have to do this this way, which I don't. You pull up match times from last year. Um, actually, just do random. I so I can do. We'll, we'll do last year as a, as a benchmark, and then we'll even go back. Um, let's see here. War games matches. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, it ended up being like an hour and a half. If you added, if you added eliminations on top of everything else that goes into WWE's version of War Games, we're talking an hour and a half, one match. Can't do it. This is not. This is not 2006 Ring of Honor. We can't do that. So we aren't staying for that. I don't care who's in the match. The Great American Bash was usually the 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 pay-per-view where we got the war games match correct and and mostly uh until they came up with fall brawl which ended up being where war games happened but yeah it started uh great american bash then you had it wrestle war like two years and then by the time you get to i want to say 93 it's a fall brawl thing for the rest of its existence in wcw all right, so yeah, here we go. This is nineteen eighty-seven. Oh, that's ugh. I'm, that's the one I was looking for is eighty-seven, but I can't find it. Uh, eighty-eight pulled up and forgot. I forgot that was a Tower of Doom. <laughs> mm-hmm. No sir, not it. Uh, let's no, see sir. here. Yeah, up until ninety, it's War Games. It's, All right, nineteen eighty-nine was the Road Warriors. Uh. Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane and hey, Paul no, Eller, and, and Dr. Destiny Williams. Don't, don't don't do that one. If you're gonna start with a war for games. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just using we're just looking for times. No other reason. Even with the even with the times on that one, that like that one's a eh, that's a myth. Eh. Okay, give we, give me give me one to pull up. 92. Wrestle War 92. Alright. That's the Dangerous Alliance versus Sting Squadron. Wrestle War '92. Okay. Large, largely regard, regarded as one of the greatest war game matches. This, of all this time. ain't much different. So, Sting Squadron consisted of Sting, Barry Windham, Dusty Rhodes, Ricky Steam. I'm oh, sorry, Dustin Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat, and Nikita Koloff, taking on the Dangerous Alliance of Ravishing Rick Rude, uh, Stunning Steve Austin, 
Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, and Larry Zbysko. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that. Man, you got two of the greatest singles competitors of all time, the three of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. Anyway, um, and a former, and one, two world, three, if, if you include Rick Rude, three world champions. Uh, and so that match lasted 23 minutes and 27 seconds. Now, that's not the total match time. That's it's from the fine, time that... That's from the time that they actually ring the bell, which is when the last competitor comes into the uh, into the cage. I think you miscounted on world champion. Who? Steamboat, Sting. No, no, Steamboat. I'm talking about on the Dangerous Alliance alone. Oh. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I say, like, no, I was okay. just looking at the Dangerous, just the Dangerous Alliance. All right. Uh, Match time. 23-27. Survivor Series 2022... Let's see here. That one. Eesh. Well, I don't know how they're measuring the time on this one. This one. They're probably so, going from bell from from bell to bell. From start to finish. Yeah. Well, oh, I I don't I don't know because the the, the women's match. You think they went forty minutes? Yep. Okay. And the men's match just was actually shorter than the women's match by a minute. Sounds about right. For that, if they're counting from the announcement, like yeah, from the opening bell, from the first time, from the time from the first two people start, sounds about. Oh right. yeah, that's that. Yeah, absolutely. But that's that's so. If you add twenty more minutes to it to each match, you're gonna kill it. You're you're going you're going to you're going to. So you say so you're saying no go to the elimination aspect of war games. Yes. Okay. No, I'm just. I don't want it. Okay. So I'll I'll fall off that horse. I'll 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 take that one for the team. Here's here here's <laughs> here child. Yeah. Here nice here here's my other angle. Okay. You start SmackDown with a haphazard explanation of how damage control expanded. So there's, you realize this just happened a week ago. It ain't, it ain't exactly like they have a whole lot of tread. No, listen, we're we're in the same car. Fasten your seatbelt. Roll your window down if you get hot. Uh, right. The uh, <laughs> the Bailey situation is going to go left. How and when we don't know, but it's going to go left. It started, the seeds were planted last week at, uh, or two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago or last week? We had Saturday Afternoon Wrestling, the uh, Crown Jewel. Two, was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. ago. Some, something like Yeah, that. two weeks ago. So the seeds were planted there, and it kind of you kind of had some excitement last week with Asuka flipping the script, and then this week you have the explanation. So there's some seeds being planted. You have... Mm-hmm. Chick Flair, Bianca Belair, and they both have vested interests in going against damage control. Shotzi, it can be argued that she does have vested interests because of the things that damage control has done to her. And in fact, she's always around Chick Flair and Bianca Belair when these things happen. Bailey cut that woman's hair. Yeah, she. Yeah. <laughs> she fa- Bailey faded her up. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would think she has some vested interest. 
But now you got to find somebody else to join up to help fight because you're outnumbered. Right. You take out Mi Chin. Right. You take out uh, an already emotionally damaged and scarred uh, uh, Selena Vega. All people they've interacted with before, but at the same time, it's it's, it's setting a narrative. So you you because y'all need help. Damage control destroys the entire women's division. And you tease this phone call. Now, anybody with half a brain knows who the phone call was to. But what doesn't make sense to me is how is it okay to jump from Monday to Friday to help somebody that used to be your best friend fight somebody else who used to be your best friend? Like it doesn't make any sense to relax the you stay on your brand caveat just because the faction who has the most people in war games destroyed everybody else who can help you. Now, um, to me, people ain't gonna like this. This would have been the proper introduction for Jay Cargill because A, it's on pay-per-view. It's one of the big four, big five now. And you don't have to use her again until uh, until Royal Rumble. You don't even like you can show her in vignettes and she could be like a Brock Lesnar's type of attraction. You don't have to even show her again until she's a surprise entrant into the Royal Rumble. You already know she's in the E. So what's to stop it from breaking glass on this one when there's like she hasn't signed to any particular brand? Number one. She hasn't signed to any particular brand. So that by itself is a story point that you don't want to just leapfrog. If all three brands under the WWE universe are all vying for her services, that's that by itself is a month's worth of TV. Just making the decision because they still haven't been um, wooing her. So if you want an example, go back to when MVP first day you. Yep. And they were figure out where he was going to be. Uh, two, where did where did Jay Cargill come from? Jacksonville. Land of opportunity. Right. The land of opportunity. The promised land. <laughs> Shouts out to the Petty Messiah. <laughs> the promised land has bikes. So, would you say that she is a finely tuned, polished, in-ring competitor? I've, I've spoken my ills about her ad nauseum. I love seeing her on TV. She's got to get better, though. Right. Okay, so if that is your opinion, why would you put her in a double ring with a cage wrapped around it with seven other people that she's going to have to navigate? And that's her first time on WWE television. Because you can protect her in that environment if you bring her out last. Do you realize they couldn't protect Roman Reigns last year in that environment and he's a almost a 15 year fit <laughs> he came out of that match hurt true <laughs> and, 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 they, and they, they're saying that match the elimination chamber and hell in the cell are the three most dangerous matches in, in pro wrestling 
So we're going to take somebody who hasn't had day one on the job under this new regime and put them in the most difficult of all environments to succeed in and say, yes, let's do that for our entertainment. No, no, no. At this point, I, look, I just want people to be a little, little more patient about some of these requests. Because I, I see the booking, like if we were doing this video game style, yeah. Jay Cargill is the fourth, she shows up, she fights a little bit, something doesn't go her way, she leaves. And then that way the baby faces take the L, damage control stays strong, and now uh, Jay Cargill has three new opponents. Totally understand it, makes absolute great sense. However, I'm concerned about Shotzi in this particular <laughs> If we keep it in G. <laughs> I'm concerned about Chick Flair in this environment, not because she's not experienced, but because she is a hothead. And you, did you see Listen, the ending this down last night? We, uh, number one, yes. Number the two, how many times have we talked about the Flair liberties, the Chick Flair liberties? They ain't it is, stop. It's a thing. It is a real. I, I am not a conspiracy theorist. You can go well, back and look. You can go back to when Ric Flair was her corner. And she had a, and she was going in. Go to YouTube, look for Ch uh, Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax on Monday Night Raw. Any you of them. My case. <laughs> you you make you making my case as you say this. It just look that's a powder keg situation. Let's let's do let's do the smart responsible thing. My bad. And take and take the former WrestleMania main eventer slash women's champion umpteen times over. Let's put Becky Lynch here. Let's play on the horsewomen vibe. Let's keep moving in that direction because while yes, it would be an awesome time to debut Jade Cargill and start start the push towards WrestleMania. That ain't that we don't we don't have to rush that. We know that's coming. Watba. Watba. <laughs> Nah, man. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm not gonna. Let All you, right. I'm not. I'm not gonna let the world. Let, you saw the end of SmackDown. <laughs> all, of those, all of those people been there. <laughs> and if you didn't see the end of SmackDown, go watch the end of SmackDown. You'll know exactly what I'm talking. And about. Bianca Belair. You 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 think Bianca Belair is the queen of wanting to get her lick back? She just talks that talk. <laughs> Listen. If like she'll do, she'll get it. She'll get her professional lick back. Great, Chick Flair. If I didn't know any, if I didn't know any better, I swear she could really fight. Let you not. No, we saw that too. That same Nia Jax video, we saw that too. <laughs> that's like Goldberg. No, no, that Goldberg. It's like uh, Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Slow your big ass down. <laughs> yeah. Chill, my boy. Chill, my boy. Yeah. It's it's that it's that energy, that vibe. So these are all like tenured professionals who were involved in that ending segment for for uh, for SmackDown. So throwing someone into that environment who has never worked with those people, I think I think we can do better by her. That's my opinion. Okay. So what what what, are, what what's the rest of the bones that you have to pick about Survivor? That that was it. That that's the, that was the main one. I ha I had to okay. somebody need to talk me off that ledge because I was about to jump over what I saw on SmackDown last night. 
I just, I just, I'm not, I'm just not a fan of. I guess just, I think I'm over Becky. She's needed something new for a while, and here, here's here again, Uncle Trips. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, you know how. When you find something that works, you do it until it doesn't work. And then you find something else to do. Most of the time, you don't go back to the first iteration until much later. So you've seen The Undertaker. There's there's Grey Gloves Undertaker. There's Purple Gloves Undertaker. There's Teardrop Undertaker. There's Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. There's um, American Badass Undertaker. I never understood the teardrop, bro. I never understood the teardrop. 96 was a wild time, bro. (laughs) 96 was a wild time. You were were easier to do that in 91 and 92 when Nails was around. 96... (laughs) Continue, Swap. Hey, look, 96 was a little more edgy and people started... See, that... The whole wait, 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 wait. Who did he bury in '96? Mankind. It was mankind and himself, right? Um, he eventually buries mankind, I believe, at the pay per view before Survivor Series '96. He gets buried alive, and then he comes back. That's his rebirth. Was that with the teardrop when he came back the second? That okay? Yeah, yeah. He had an all black leather, a teardrop, and he dyed his hair kind of like a funky red it was reddish yeah but what I mean by that I say all that to say this Becky Lynch had figured out how to get through with the man character and doing it in sort of a Stone Cold Steve Austin-esque presentation we had gotten to a point where the world lined up perfectly for her to take a break before it got too bad so it's like you have the pandemic then she becomes a mother so she gets an extended period away from television so that that particular iteration doesn't burn man she out. must i think she had the best pandemic ever because like pe- pe- people like drew uh hikaru shida not that not so much <laughs> yeah they, they had a, a far different pandemic but when becky comes back we're you know we're thinking this is gonna go this way it doesn't we're happy we're happy to see her we get the squash of bianca belair gives us something to hate then we get big time bex to be perfectly honest with you big time bex is even more entertaining than the man agreed like no cap and i don't have to have them as a couple i don't have to have them as a thing Mm -mm. but give me big time bex and drip god Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, at the same time. Okay, so I to piggyback off of that. So you got to the end of the big time Bex um, story arc, so to speak, to where she's going back face. So going back face instead of creating a new iteration, she decided let's go back to being the man. Well. It ain't playing the same, cause the same energy ain't on it. She like, she she re-recorded the songs digitally remastered, <laughs> and it it didn't work, cause L.A. Knight is occupying that space right now. He, and it's he he he's wearing out his welcome. 
it's 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 cosplay-ish in some 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 levels. But that and you he, can't occupy that space if it's not organic. And at this point, Becky's been up long enough to where it's, it doesn't feel or seem organic, unless you give her something interesting to do, which they really haven't since since Bianca. Um, so now you're at a point where it's like, okay, she went and tried to revive NXT, which is quite admirable yeah, on her. Bro, let me let me do that because like, kudos to using Star. Her and Dom. They they're 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 doing the Lord's work in NXT. Right. Dom just getting his face in, in more places and, and Becky's like just he, Becky's raising the stock and Dom's raising his stock. Two that, different two different approaches. But Dom will be world champion in five years, watch. That's a fair assessment. Um But yeah, we're just we're at a we're at a, a holding pattern with Becky right now because there's nothing really to do. And this she fits. Who else were you gonna put in that spot? I know you said Jay Cargill. We just explained why not. That, that's else, that's that's the that's the other problem. You've already killed the rest of SmackDown. If you remove Becky Lynch from the equation, you take Jay Cargill from the from the equation. Who do you put in that spot? Who else has beef with anybody in Damage Control? The answer is basically nobody. Nobody who. I'll take- they don't even have to fit the, the narrative of having beef with damage control. Who else is a bigger name? Like, what name would you put in that space, whether they be from Raw or SmackDown? What woman would you put in that space? You have the biggest names in your company in that match. I'm, I'm looking yeah, exactly. I'm the, looking the, only right other, the only other people that you and, and these names don't make any sense. The only other people that you could put in there. Uh, with tread would be like Tamina, who's been MIA, uh, 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 Natty, who's been, she needs to be MIA. Um, Nia Jax enjoying motherhood. That that you're def you're definitely not putting Rhea Ripley in there. Like she doesn't need she doesn't even need to be in multi person matches anymore. Like she she's. she's Hate me for saying this, but a pencil pushers, Rhea Ripley. If she decided to flip and go to a tribal chief status, here's your daily acknowledgement. If she decides to flip and go to her uh, her tribal chief bag and decide to make appearances once a quarter or defenses once a quarter, guess what? She can do it at this point. She's proven herself. Are you going through the roster right now? I am. First, first answer that remotely came to my mind is somebody that might work was B Fab. Nope. I mean, if you wanna you wanna elevate somebody, you elevating Shotzi. Okay, so you're putting her as the final addition, and both of her one guy got fired, the other guy got. I I did not say it was good. Before you go through all of that. Did not say this was a good option. I said it was. Did you option. notice that she's the one person on the roster that did not get hurt last night, and the one person I also did not see because she's too busy uh, spooning up to uh, to Bobby Lashley. Well, maybe Bobby tapped her on the shoulder, said, "Come sit over here, stay away from all that." Well, she was she was begging for Bobby's attention, and she got it. Everybody, chill. The way the way you're saying this. 
want you to take it. Take it, how, to, take it how you will. You got a problem with me? Take it up with management. management. Just, just adjust the dial. We're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I'm scrolling. To quote the Where great is Liv Morgan, hurt. Still, how bad? Uh, bad enough to be on Instagram with uh with alcoholic beverages in the swimming pool yesterday. Well, that means you're probably not on painkillers anymore. <laughs> Get well soon, Liv. <laughs> Unless you're I just living dangerously. I, listen, that's not for me to comment on. It's not, not. It's none of my business. Get well soon. Um, I'm scrolling. I'm looking. I ain't seeing nothing. Uh, you could have debuted Nikita Line. Well, she 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 medically cleared. Who Nikita? Yeah, I don't think so. And I don't like her in war. I, I like her less in war games than I do Jay Cargill. Well, um, I'm scrolling and I don't. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't looking good. Sonya De, Sonya Deville, Tegan Knox, but Dakota Kai is not gonna actually be in the match, so that that doesn't line up like you would like it to. Uh. I mean, you could have called one of the old heads. You could have called Lita or Trish. So, Lita is back in NXT. Is she? To my knowledge, like they have some some kind of like tournament that's popping off. Oh, one of those uh, those breakout tournaments. Well, the break the breakouts going on, but it was like it was something where like la- I remember last year they did this too, where the backstage brass at NXT were making matches as part of like some kind of some I, I forgot what it's called man I don't watch enough of, of the skittle to, to to go into detail I certainly don't now I, I did I paid my debt but now Trish coming back and joining with Chick Flair like viable do her I mean her and F- Trish Stratus and Flair don't have any current standing beef their beef was from a match they had what two three years ago so they don't have an issue that would keep them from being champion uh keep them from being teammates in this scenario and you're low as we've just seen we went through the roster you're low on options iron survivor is what it's called Okay. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a concept they have where they like where they have different people create matches for people to be interested into what's called an Iron Survivor. Mm. And I think I think Mick Foley is involved, Lita's involved. Mick uh, is back involved with something going on in Stanford. I thought that was done for. His name popped up, so I don't know how how deep it goes. I mean, just Mick has been very outspoken on his his wrestling opinion, which. I don't have any problem with it's just you know it's a lot of it comes at the uh, at the slight of wwe so i figured you know how they are when when you're not flying the company flag so i guess now's a good time to actually pull this up and take a look and see what's really going on nxt iron survivor all right so the iron survivor challenge there are five competitors that enter at different times uh whoever has the most falls within that one time limit is uh is the winner so it's almost like an iron man but it's like survivor series like a challenge it's just it's a content creator yeah it's something it's something where you can 
you can file away that portion of the roster that doesn't have an active storyline and give them something with meaning to do. I wish they would do that on Mondays more. Yeah, so so far, because so it's going to be five women in the match, and so far it's uh, Lash Legend and Tiffany Stratton with three others to come. And on the men's side, so far you have Jack and Trick Williams with three others to come. And and I guess the matches are going to be held on Saturday, December 9th. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. 20 and 23. Wiggle, wee, convenient. Yeah, put it in a change jar. Mm. All that. Pockets <laughs> in my pocket because I'm some like. And that's yeah. at, uh, at NXT deadline. So there's that. All right. So that's out the way. Um, I, I, I like where you're going with that, but I, I just. Considering the way Trish left, nah. Look, obviously, we, we see we don't have a lot of options. So Becky fills a need. She's the biggest. Ne- For 2023. She's the biggest name of who we, everybody we named. Doesn't mean I gotta like it. She's active. It's true. Competitive, like, hey, it, it, right. But that was, <laughs> that was the whole thing where we were having the conversation, like, do we even get a women's war games? And you basically just forced one. Exactly, and that's my point. If you have to force it, like, it, you don't need it. I think you would have gotten the same level of drama, intrigue, and story if you had just done a traditional four-on-four Survivor Series match. Which would have been fire considering it's Survivor Series. Do we even have one booked? Nope. And, and, if, and, if, and if we get one, I'm almost willing to bet it'll be hot-shotted on the pre-show. Oh, it's going to be undercarded as hell. It's going <laughs> to be super undercarded. Super, right? super, super undercarded. I just, yeah. That's my bone to pick. See, because what we're doing now it's Survivor Series in name only. Yeah. It is not yep. Survivor Series in concept. This ain't, this ain't your mama Survivor Series. Yeah. Not in application, not concept, not execution. Not location. I don't like it. Oh, actually, it is in location. Which, honestly, that might be the biggest saving grace about this year's Survivor Series is that it's in a historic Survivor Series city. Which what is Chicago. What about Chicago? It's a historic city for Survivor Series. <laughs> is it? Is it? Let's see here. What so, happened in Chicago for Survivor Series? Let's or, let's or a Survivor Series. Let's let's see here. Survivor Series Chicago. Let's see here. I'm ready to learn something here. It was a? I want to say that arena was probably Rosemont. 89. Yeah, so the Rosemont Horizon hosted Survivor Series in 89. Okay, uh, I remember 89. You had a... Uh, played, played dead on the apron for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Dream Team versus the Enforcers. <laughs> uh, King's Court versus uh, the 4x4s. Uh, Hulkamaniacs versus the Million Dollar Dream Team. Or Million Dollar Team. The Rude Brew versus Rowdy's Rowdies, the Ultimate Warriors versus the Heman family. Mm. So, but yeah, that was yeah. uh So that, that's that's the year what 89. So that's the year Hogan, Jake, and Demolition. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That that's the one I'm thinking about where Hogan like uh Zeus Zeus snaps Hogan's neck like at the beginning of the of the match. 
and yeah, he does, he does he does the wrench thing. He does it like two or three times, and then Hogan literally is laying in the corner playing dead. Dead. Twenty. What feels like for, for, I'm I'm exaggerating, saying forty five minutes, but. He it, played dead for a while. I was, I'm, I'm looking to see how long that match was. Uh, he, let, he let Jake get the get the bejesus beat out of him. They kicked the scales off his boots. 27 minutes, was, and that was the longest match of the other night. <laughs> right. So I guarantee you, if it was 27 minutes, Hogan played dead for at least 10. <laughs> I'm willing to say 15, but I know for a fact at least 10 minutes he laid there. Then got up and did the Superman routine and sent everybody home happy because you Hogan. right because Hogan was posed. <laughs> so yeah, you got to give me something else for Chicago like that. That that one don't get it for me. That, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let me let me think here. I think I have one here. See, the fact that it's taking us so long to find one tells you everything you need to know. So maybe this one coming up will be the one we remember that happened in Chicago. Which very, very, which very well, there, lots of, uh, lots of intrigue. Speculation. Speculation. That's a good one. We don't deal <laughs> with accusations. We don't deal or put up with accusations and most definitely not false accusations. No one uses that quite like <laughs> we use that. Half the world say he's going to be there. Other half say he's not going to be there. And hey, we, another we, half, they you, just you, hope he don't. You know when we're going to find out? We'll, we'll be a lot closer to that tonight. AEW uh, is in Inglewood. And... Uh, you and I are trying to figure out who the devil is. <laughs> keep the devil off. Keep, keep the keep devil off. <laughs> Shout out to Big Crit. Um, yeah, so at some point we do have to find out in AEW who the devil is. Um, there is a laundry list of options and the, the internet is ablaze with speculation and, and, uh, and conjecture about who the devil may be to paraphrase what you said earlier uh before we started recording devil was the case that they gave me <laughs> devil was devil the case was that, the they, case gave that me. they gave me shout out to snoop oh man food. snoop giving up we are smoking herb <laughs> i don't know what the reasoning is but whatever the reasoning is it doesn't matter suave people are people are reading far too much into this of He's giving are, up you know. smoke. We eat daily. <laughs> it's more than one way to skin a cat. Boy. Two wrongs don't make a right and three rights do make a left. <laughs> All of that. So, um, yeah. We got to figure out who, does, who the devil going to be. So we're, we're going to put together a mixtape real quick of who the devil could be. So before we do that. Okay. Let me throw four names out there for you real quick. Simply because we haven't covered this. Make it five names. And they kind of they kind of fit three of them. Two of them kind of fit into this whole M.O. 
Okay. MLW has had about at least four people ask for their releases over the last couple of months. Abandoned ship. <laughs> Those people are Juicy Fanau, Lance Noie. Yes, of that Noie family, the only one that you know. Same gang. Ades and Alex Hammerstone, former MLW National Openweight Champion, former MLW World Champion, former member of Dynastic. So, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me first start by saying number one, you can't mistake Juicy Fatu for anybody. <laughs> I'm gonna say the same would be for Lance Inouye, just based on height. Um, I'll even say this for Hammerstone. While he would be absolutely perfect because of the the synergy and the the connection to Max. You can't hide him in all black. This is this is the same not, thing I said. You not only can you not hide him in all black, if you tried to, the only people who match up with him size wise would be people like Hobbs, who were about half a foot taller than him. Hobbs looks like two of Hammerstone, Hammerstone right now. Now I need to see them standing next to each other to gauge pause. But right now, Hobbs looks like. Hobbs looks like he's growing another Hobbs. I, I'm nowhere near muscular, never have been. I, I, the most I've ever been is like tone and fit. But I'm 6'2", 270 currently. I stood next to Hammerstone. That man's wider than me. That's a big boy. You would How notice tall is he though? about 5'9", five, 5'10". Okay. So, so Okay. So you remember when the Devil Mask first first came out mm-hmm. and people people jumped to like this ridiculous conclusion that it was Edge <laughs> just because they wanted it to be Edge and I'm like And now he's here? I'm like, no, but you remember what I said. I said Edge is six five. Edge is the same size as Luchasaurus. Edge is one of the few wrestlers on the WWE roster roster that could look and stand and look eye to eye with Randy Orton. Bing bong. So when you're making these guesses, and this is for the you know the the pencil pushers in attendance right now, when you're making these guesses about who. Who's under the devil mask, as well as who are these extra henchmen? <laughs> Body composition matters. Now, in this last one where uh, uh, Bowens got thrown through the plate glass window like Marty Jannetty, uh, one of those guys looks to be a, a a little larger than the other people. Pause. But not no definition, like no like growth. There's one. There's one that looks like there's like there's some definition that and it's a uh, it's slight, but everybody involved in this seems to be short, and that that's the thing that's killing it's killing it. I saw everybody. I, 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 I saw a couple that that didn't look short. They just looked slim. Right. Yeah, I've seen the slim one. I'm under the impression that whoever's been wearing the devil mask has 
that's not been the same person every time. Hell, they're just they're they're similar enough in similar enough in height and size that when they put the mask on, it just all seems like the same person. I think it's the same person that's doing it because it's probably the same vignette. <laughs> like they probably shot all those, <laughs> all shot them all together. Yeah. <laughs> Play number four. Okay, cool. So at this point, let, let's make this list. Who? who all right. Who do you so think it could be. All right. Number one on my list right now. Richard Holiday. Okay. Richard Holiday has been gone from MLW. He showed up at GCW, and we know that there's a loose connection with GCW and AEW. He has a vested interest with uh, with Max, and he's better as a heel than he is as a face. Naturally, as a baby face, it's because he he beat cancer. I mean, shout. Let's let's run it up. I I can't I can't overstate that enough the man the man beat cancer but one thing a true to life natural born heel will do is anything they can to make them hate you more and if max is claiming that he's the devil he's our scumbag the only thing that could make a devil worse is a bigger devil Richard Holiday could fit that had he if he has if he shows up and either costs uh, Max the title or let's let's Max win and then attacks him after the match for the debut. Okay. Um. Give me Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks fits the 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 body composition. He he fits. He just, he fits. They need something to do. And, you know, you got to make it up to the man from, from what happened with CM Punk. Like, at some point, you have to put him in a position to make something before he decides to make an exit. So, I wonder when his contract is up. Yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's soon. I'd be willing to guess if he's been there from day one. AEW's what four and a half or it, it'll, five years it'll, be, it'll be five in October in, in terms of TV it'll be five in October five in May for the company and a lot of those original contracts are already coming up for and and mind you Ricky Starks wasn't all elite when it started he was just on TV he was with he was NWA talent at the time so he's either under a, a three year or a five year deal and everybody likes was, odd numbers odd numbers around uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know but no one signs a two year deal so no one signs a four year deal <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know I guess they figure that that first year is just like just to get your feet wet and then you got two more to figure out if you're gonna be somebody well, Dion got five years <laughs> who? Dion Fr- Coach Prime well they knew he was somebody when he got there right <laughs> first, first year's his redshirt we, year we, we just want to know we just want to know <laughs> How fast can you turn this around? <laughs> Ricky Starks was in a like, uh, we think he might be okay. So let's see how it goes. We'll give him three instead of five. He drank his own rocket fuel. The problem was they were giving him gasoline. Bing bong. <laughs> so uh, I, I got I got Ricky Starks as, as a potential devil. So far we got six possibles. Um I mean, of course, then the, the all-time quarterback favorites from the internet, um, Jack Perry and CM Punk. 
Yeah, so that's make that. I was gonna say, my next one was going to be CM Punk. That, Jack Perry. He's what a letdown. What a letdown. How did he let you down? What did you expect? That that. Where was your expectation that he let you down? Not that he let me down. It would be a letdown if he comes out there and ends the show and takes off the devil mask. I think they. I think they're better off bringing. If if it's Jack Perry, they're better off bringing the devil out to end the show in the middle of the ring, standing on top of Max, win, lose, or draw, and then fading to black and then removing the mask on Wednesday. You do realize that because of something that happened um, that broke, well, it shifted the internet last night. There's no way you'd make it to Wednesday. It, <laughs> there's no way he can take the mask off in the building at all. Because it wouldn't make it to Wednesday. Right, right. It, it, would, be, it would be on the internet immediately. And so the, dope, the dopest thing about that mask, in fact, is, is it's a ski mask attached to it. So you wouldn't, you couldn't tell if it had like a neck tattoo, what kind of hair they had, nothing, because everything is covered. Right, you, can, you can't see if there's a ponytail back there. Like, Let me ask you this. I want this to be good. I do. I really do. But we're starting to spiral out of control. Let me ask you this. Shoot. Do we talk about what happened last night? I mean, why not? Actually, yeah. I mean, by the, by the time this airs, it would already been, it's, it's already scattered anyway. It was scattered before we hit record this morning. And Ronda Rousey was in Ring of Honor. Backstage at Collision, but was debuted at Ring of Honor. Are we sharpshooting? Sure. I mean, they are shooting ROH TV differently than what they're shooting AEW television. AEW TV ends up on TBS and TNT. ROH TV ends up on Fight Club. ROH.com, YouTube. Um, and, and and they still have championships that are in the hierarchy of Ring of Honor, even though they co-mingle talent. It's fine. Do is this is this where the buck stops? Is this Tony Khan announced that tonight on the pre-show for Full Gear, a major free agent talent that all of AEW fans respect will be announced as signing to AEW, or what is it, or was it just signing? Period. So. I the way I read the tweet and it was supposed, I thought it was supposed to happen on Dynamite, that it was a talent that all of AEW will respect. And I'm like, immediately I thought, okay, what's the most lackluster signing possible? <laughs> the most lackluster signing possible would be Bill Goldberg. Every time I start talking about boxing. <laughs> <sighs> I thought it was going to be Cody Ibushi to be perfectly honest with you I was like okay he's finally signed Coda Coda's full time he's going to be in America for the foreseeable future Kenny has his, his riding buddy uh, <laughs> I I mean 
we're too early for any of the last talent cuts from WWE, right? What's that? We're too early for for any of the talent cuts from WWE, right? Unless there were buyouts, which you would have heard about. Like well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so sure we would have heard about it because the only the only ones that even mattered really would have been Matt Riddle and uh, Nick Nemeth. See, if either of them had bought their way out of their deal, you'd have heard about it. Hmm. You just would have. Like, okay. Nick Nemeth is currently out doing uh, comedy. Comedy. At every one of his stand-up comedy shows, which happen to like completely sync up with AEW's touring schedule, he's got AEW talent coming in and doing cameos. That's as good as done because I'm certain the money's already been offered. That's just that's just securing financial stability. We know that's coming. Will it matter in the grand scheme of things? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, we're at a point where I don't necessarily think so. Is that is that something that you tout for the pre-show of a pay-per-view? Because remember when Jay Lethal signed, that was a during pay-per-view thing. And pro wrestling stalwarts got more out of that than we, we would have gotten. Focus. Then we would have gotten with an announcement. Yeah, yeah. We got a whole bunch of false hope out of that. And then we got two more debuts at the end of that same pay-per-view. Major ones. Major. So it, it's like it overshadowed the signing. And then, you know, the rest of life ended up being what it's been. But speaking <laughs> of which. But no, so that Shivani was, had a live read. And I, I didn't I didn't recall if he said AEW signing or signing period. Because if it is signing period. It better not just stop at Ronda Rousey. Look, bruh. Put Adam Cole on the list while we... You know, there you we go. Talk. There's another one. That uh, Look, I feel like that was supposed to be the original the entire time. This, this ankle injury has gone on so long that it has blurred the line of work or shoot. We don't necessarily know if he broke his ankle for real or this has just been an elaborate work. I am under the impression that that, hap- that happened in London, right? No, it happened on uh, Dynamite. Was it the week after London? Because they defended the belts together in London, right? Yeah, they did. It's after the Joe match. It's after MJF Joe won. It's it's somewhere right after that, like a one two week span after Joe and MJF. But I feel like it's been like it was September when that happened. I mean, you can look it up. You can use Joe versus MJF as your your barometer for where it happened. And then Cause, if because uh, he's still on all, he's still walking on two good legs for that. And then if it's been two months, depending on if he had surgery now, which I don't think he did. Two months is long enough to heal from an ankle injury. It's a broken ankle, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree. I just don't think he ever broke his ankle to begin with. <laughs> like the end of this story has always said September twentieth. 
and two, two surgeries, eight screws, and a plate. I just, I don't believe it. Have you seen anything on Instagram? Have you seen a walking boot, a cast, a post-surgery? We, we saw him at Roddy Strong's house on a scooter that wasn't, with a foot that wasn't protected. Not AEW post post-produced content. This is what I'm saying. I, but even if it was broken, whether he was on a scooter or not, wouldn't he have some kind of like ankle protection on? At least some kind of like an air cast, a boot, something? This is exactly what I'm saying. Like you didn't you didn't get anything work or shoot wise that said this ankle was broken. To be perfectly honest, the vignettes make it seem like they're just making fun of everybody because he's not gonna have anything on anyway. <laughs> And the only thing we're getting is just a, a longer beard every time, right? It, and it, it's him. It's him doing the 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 uh, the Skype call with with Roddy and the guy. Like <laughs> for a long time, I felt like this was one of their better told stories. Like, because there was some intrigue, you wanted to see how it was going to end. And I'm hoping that that we're not watching this thing unravel before it gets to the finish line just I, there has to be another match with Adam Cole coming at some point but Joe is also lobbying for another match because Joe, Joe and Adam Cole is good business I've always followed this particular story as um, Adam Cole was basically making MJF overextend himself and, and the whole face run, so he'd be the fighting champion to the point where he would be in a compromised state whenever Adam Cole got his next opportunity, and then that's when the turn was gonna happen. But again, this is Jacksonville, and sometimes they like to throw you the off-speed pitch. <laughs> Just a bit outside. You feel me? So I, I feel like we could get something very good, but we have an equally equally yoked chance to get something terrible. Alright, so let's run it back. We have the MLW4, we have Richard Holiday, CM Punk, uh, Jungle Buck, Jack Perry, Ricky, uh, Starks. Ricky Starks, Adam Cole, baby. Brian Danielson. Just because he, he fits the body composition. Just because. Uh... I'm not mad at that. I just don't know if I like it. I don't like it. It's just something that can fit. Pause. And no, not you know what? I'm gonna tell you. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, maybe, maybe he fits the body composition. But this is this is that would be as bad as Mark Henry's lion ass salmon jacket when he I love when. That, though. That, that was one of the best that was one of the best angles in wrestling history it's one of the best swerves in wrestling history what would have made it the best or maybe number two behind Hogan would have been if he actually beat Cena do you know how many different angles would have changed drastically had they beat Cena <laughs> Nexus the first iteration of Bray Wyatt who else? Give me another one. Uh, or Orton was involved with Kofi with that time. 
Okay, those two are good enough. Those two have been super high on the list. That That's good enough by itself. Beating Cena would have been the key to changing a lot of things. So let this be a lesson to all of you that, you know, beating John Cena is not necessarily... Uh, it's not it's not guaranteed and uh if you're if you're hedging your bets or you're you're banking on future success based on beating john cena chances are you're gonna come up short you can't everybody see can't him. be solo you can't see you can't see him everybody can't be solo everybody can't be solo i really hope cena was injured before that match uh as an excuse to put solo over but if he wasn't hurt before that match and got hurt during that match, we may have just seen the first inductee into the 2024 WWE Hall of Fame in John Cena after that loss to Solo Sokoa. I think we're, we're not so fast, my friend. <laughs> you know, no. Keep in mind, this is a different era. Just I be- get it. I get it. But he's not wrestling 52 weeks anymore. So... Is Rey Mysterio? Is Rey Mysterio what? Wrestling 52 weeks. No. And let's see. Who else Who else recently? Oh, when is the next time we're going to have a, uh, a WrestleMania anywhere remotely close to Boston? Because we know we're not going to ever have one in Boston. From Boston. I mean, look. There's no argument that I have that says John Cena would not be a perfect Hall of Fame induction for this year. I'm just not ready to push him into the Hall of Fame because he got hurt. I, no, I, no, 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 no. I, I, I think I think that I don't want to I don't want to give the wrong context. Him being hurt adds ammunition to that gunplay. What I'm thinking is. With the Actors Guild, with the SAG After Strike finally ending and him about to go back to work, those insurance policies that were in place beforehand, the same ones that Rock had, will probably supersede anything that he wants to do in WWE until he's done with production. It's bad enough he already had a damn film scrapped uh, or shelved, not scrapped, shelved. That was completed. But. And he already said his fault. And he said it himself. When it's time for him to go back to work, he's going to go back to work. And that was always the plan. The only reason that this went any longer than in, than original, because what did they say? It was originally what, like seven weeks, mm-hmm. seven eight weeks. So like we were gonna get two months of Cena. It was another. It was another summer of Cena that That's went into it. the fall. That's it. So whether he got hurt at the beginning, the end of Summer of Cena, I don't think it changes anything for next April. That's where I'm looking at it from. Like, you knew you were getting eight, nine weeks of Cena. You got eight, nine weeks. Might have got 10 or 12. So you won on the deal. Regardless of how it ended, you were either probably going to see him next April. (laughs) He was probably going to be there no matter what. Oh yeah, no doubt. I think yeah, for sure. But but all of a sudden, because there may have been a mishap that has neither been confirmed nor denied, and that be the oh, okay. Well, it's, it's time to put him in the hall. I mean, you could say the same thing about Lesnar if we're doing that. Just anybody who's not wrestling every week and who's got enough tenure under 
same thing. You could say the same thing for Randy Orton. I think okay. for, I think for Lesnar, I, I think for Lesnar, they're probably going to wait because Minneapolis is probably closer to getting uh, a WrestleMania than people realize. For Orton, I same. I think uh, Nashville is closer to getting WrestleMania than people realize, especially with this new stadium going up in 2026. I mean. Nashville is a three and a half hour drive from St. Louis, and that and Randy Orton is a native of Knoxville. That's all the more reason to wait till then to do it. I get what you're doing from a roadmap standpoint, but how many times recently has the headline Hall of Fame inductee just been a dead on lock because of the venue city? The last time that happened was Undertaker. So if if we're going by by even by that roadmap logic, it should be Heyman. Oh no no, <laughs> this is a this is another conversation. Not if or who. How many ECW talents are going in the Hall of Fame? I'm going to start with New Jack. <laughs> Nothing would make me feel better. Especially but with I, me being an hour away from Jen, I would be so happy. But as I have said numerous times on this show, New Jack, as much as anybody, is responsible for the Attitude Era. We've already come to that that understanding. We've accepted that as the consensus. <laughs> that, now, that's the title that was a missed opportunity. The Godfather or. Well, I, I guess it wouldn't be Godfather because it was Godfather there, but the grandfather of the Attitude Era. Bing bong. So, putting him in the Hall of Fame means you have to acknowledge what he did. To acknowledge what he did means you kind of have to t- show your hand about where you got a lot of your content from. And somebody's going to have to speak to that point in public. Who do you get to induct him? Who, New Jack? Mm-hmm. Here, here, I, I, can get, I can give you a quick... I know one person who I would love to see. Oh. But I also want to see him in, too. And, he, and he's occupied somewhere else, which wouldn't be a problem because he's in the back office. Or front office, rather. D'Lo Brown. That would be perfect. I tell you, uh, I tell you, I tell you somebody else that you're not expecting me to say. Oh. And this only makes sense to us because we know the ramifications of why I'm saying this. Suave Burgundy. You would never give me a live mic. You would you wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, I, you, I wouldn't. Mis, I wouldn't misrepresent the brand at all. But because of the brand, that's why they're not giving me a live microphone. They would be. Like, I'm, not, right. I'm not. I'm not a flight risk. I'm not. It's not like a Jim Cornette situation where <laughs> right. you won't. You won't give them a live mic because you're scared of what's gonna come out. Yo, you, listen. Live- you want to talk about a moment? That WrestleMania Hall of Fame. I was driving. I was actually down the street from where you currently reside. Mm-hmm. I pulled over to get a Poke Bowl just so I could watch Jim Cornette say, 
I'm Jim Cornette. This is a live microphone. <laughs> and that was enough. That was worth the price of admission. So I would I would absolutely not be a flight risk in that situation. I'm gonna be suited and we're dressed to the nines on my best. You ain't you ain't even gotta ask day. me how I'm gonna be. On my best worst behavior. My mama watching. So I'm I'm gonna hit a home run, but that's the problem. I'm gonna hit a home run. As soon as I cross home plate, where am I going? <laughs> and that means everybody who saw me there is gonna watch their come on. Stanford doesn't take chances like that. Let me put it in perspective for you, pencil pushers. I, I appreciate the nod though. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be on them. They wouldn't ask you. Jen would. And D'Lo would co-sign. So at bare minimum, we would be there. Now, being there, 100%. If Jack's going in, we're going to be there. So whether whether they invite us or not, we're going to be there because of who just said would invite us. Check this. I don't know if you know the story about this. Funny, here's a here's a filthy tie-in. Uh-oh. Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. Uh-huh. After the Jive deal ended, Fresh Prince became just Will Smith because he was getting fame uh, in Hollywood, silver screen, uh, small screen. Uh, he was he was his his, his accolades outweighed his rap accomplishments, and. So Will Smith was easier to market than the Fresh Prince was by the time he was in his 30s, especially in the mid 90s. Um, Even though it it wasn't Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff or Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince anymore, Jazzy Jeff still produced the songs that you know from the crossover success. Every time there was a, a Grammy nod, even though you didn't see him on camera, Jazzy Jeff was always there. I say that to say this. Anywhere you are with a microphone in hand, I'm usually 20, 30 feet away with with a backpack in mind. (laughs) So it's literally where the gang goes, the gang gang goes. I ain't gonna say no more. 100% understood on that part. Like, we know why in that situation, we not only will we be there, we would be there looking like looking like new money. But I, with as many people up there that know what we do, it's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. Like, I'm not. We not getting that. We just not. Unless we have a conversation with somebody in, in a in a key position beforehand. The sad the sad part is we would have to be we would have to we would have to go through a labyrinth, a gauntlet, if you will, of conversation just to get to where we need to be. Bruh. It would be like, worth it. But it would it would be, but the whole purpose of having those conversations is to deter you from wanting to do it. It's like they would talk to you about so much red tape that at some point you'd be like, Man, I don't even want to do it. Two, that's two words two words negate anything they got for us. Which would be? It's Jack. <laughs> A peek behind the curtain, ladies and gentlemen. This is how we iron stuff out. 
This is exactly how it would go. <laughs> it's Jack. Just, right. You know what I'm saying? But because once I, the best I could probably hope for is to have what I wrote read aloud at at the induction. It, the, and and what, what, I, what I don't like about that is, and that's good. I don't like that because the insiders know that 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 was written. They just don't know it was written by you. The world would finally get to hear this, which is which is super dope. But it's like it's like going to hear a freestyle and you being able to recite the lyrics word for word, and it's the first time everybody else around you is hearing it. Is that that's cheating somehow? I'm not saying it's cheating at all. Oh. <laughs> I just don't I heartbeat. Well I well I guess I guess the uh if you're talking about the, the the totality of the situation, there are far more people who will be there as commoners or or in civilian life, if you will, than will be professional wrestlers. So that those accolades will be higher and receive more uh more graciously than it would coming from the target audience, which is the pro wrestling community itself. I digress. Um, we got one more bit of business before we actually have a little fun and uh, and close this thing out. Indeed. Um, William Patrick Corgan, the National Wrestling Alliance. Well, you had one job. What was at one point heralded as the Major League of Professional Wrestling? We already talked about the eight-figure bag that was allegedly dropped. At the behest of a ill, a poorly timed uh, cocaine segment, and Suave even tried his best to defend that situation. Oh, but I got some, we all got some extra information after the fact, and oh, I I can't make any explanation that would valid that would validate this now here 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 is a how can i put this a glaring oversight i'm about to read you but at the same time it's an oversight that could have been sharply corrected on the road with an eight-figure bag attached. Quote, and this is coming from a report on the interwebs. Actually, it's from uh, House of Wrestling, H-A-U-S. NWA is expected to make cuts in 2024. Quote, the January tapings have already been booked with primarily contracted talent. The talent cuts will will likely occur following those tapings in early 2024, when Corgan expects to start contract negotiations. As we previously reported, several NWA talents contracts come up in June of 2024. We were not given an idea of how many talents will be cut or not re-signed, but it was stressed that all contracted talent was under review and their benefits to the company were were weighed. Talent without contracts cannot uh, cannot be let go some of those working without formal deals will likely not be called for future bookings. Most NWA talent can no longer fly in the day before shows. By doing so, the NWA no longer has to pay extra hotel costs, which they have been footing the bill for up to now. 
The NWA has been paying for flights and hotels for talent, which is different than the standard WWE deal, which usually covers uh, only covers flights. Paying for hotels has been considered an incentive for talent to work in NWA to compensate for their low pay compared to more prominent companies. We are told these cuts are coming because Corgan has been funding everything out of pocket for the NWA for years. There has been, quote, little to no sponsorship money coming in, end quote, and has spent millions on power and NWA reality series. If the promotion wants to continue or wants to keep operating at a level that they are comfortable with, cuts have to be made, end quote. Um, a lot to unpack here. No, it's pretty cut and and dry. We we know that because we don't see any type of like marketing involved with the NWA product, you can't have a sponsor. So you had to have someone with a nice bankroll to be able to supply this. And how high or low these salaries are, like are people able to live on these without actually doing something else, having a side hustle? We don't know. Now we're not in people's pockets, but we can tell you the amount of people that have come in and out of NWA since two, since 2020 has been high. Some of the people that are that have that have belts around their waist, high. Those belts aren't cheap. I don't care who you are. Those belts aren't cheap at all. Um, ring crew, production crew, camera crew, uh, post-production, venues, um, live satellite feeds for, for, for pay-per-view, pay-per-view negotiations, um, online distribution, like all these things cost bread. And for one person who represents a company of a brand that was a vir- virtually on life support, for him to revive it by the money out of his own pocket. It's it's incredible. But mm-hmm. to lose that momentum because you made a very poor decision to glorify drug use in a time where said drug is partially responsible for the highest drug debts in this country. In the history of mankind. So, <laughs> I, I'm 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 gonna trim some of this off. You you can't play devil's advocate. You tried that last week. It didn't work out no, too I'm well. No, I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. There will be no repeat of that show this time. All I'm saying is, it's not even the drug use, because this is America time and place that that's the mo for this this entire situation which you are in negotiations for what was reportedly high high money with a network whose content caters to who diehard wrestling fans oh wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh i'm sorry the cw no, no, no. teens yeah teens you're promoting drug use, illicit street drug use to teenagers. There is no faster way to get shut down and get your funding pulled than to promote illicit street drug use to teenagers watching the CW. Because Teenagers who watch the CW are most likely what? 
probably girls, young women. And? Uh, underaged? Minus? Bing bong. Just because you're, yeah, just just because you're 18 doesn't make you an adult. And you're usually from a certain, you have a certain family structure. There, there's a certain structure and there's a certain background. If you're if you're getting your content from that one place, with any form of regularity. If if I'm going to, if I'm going to stereotype the type of family that watches stuff on the CW or the type of children that watch stuff on the CW. It's not stereotype, it's just analytics. Go ahead. But that's that's but, exactly what I'm asking you. But to. they're they're not they're non-single parent homes. These are homes where the both parents are there. They're mm -hmm. usually uh bankers hours, both parents mm -hmm. at home at night. Nine uh to five. Yeah, Monday, Monday through Friday, my office hours are. Nine <laughs> to five. Dinner's promptly at seven. And there'll be no phones at the table. Bedtime's at nine thirty. <laughs> Out of there. Every everybody in the household is an Apple user. Not to say that that's a that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a thing. That uh, is my house. I can I can keep going on and on, but it's and it's and it's mostly going to be, like I said, young ladies that are watching the shows on it because it's geared towards the more soapy aspect. So you're trying to pull a crowd mm -hmm. into this most, network. Most most of the shows in their their content calendar are, you know, very much soap opera ish. Historically Even speaking, we're talking like Xena. We're talking like uh, Buffy, um, Seventh Heaven, uh, Clark and Lois. Uh, Hell, SmackDown. <laughs> and this is like pre. Nah, it's, it's, it's post attitude uh, era. It's post attitude era. So you see, like, you got eight figures on the line and you've been funding everything out of your pocket until the ink is dry on an ironclad contract, which in this day and age, everything has a morality clause in it. You got to chill, bro. The irony is they let Jim Cornette go in a morality clause. I, well, I'm sorry. They didn't let him go. He He resigned. But still just the the public outcry but yes this is just this is this is ridiculously stupid like i can't figure out i don't i i don't get it i don't see what what was gonna come from that that was great enough to risk what you risked like we just had this conversation about in a in a make-believe world if new jack was going into the wwe hall of fame and by some stroke of a miracle, I was put in a position to be able to deliver anything. Even if it's a voiceover of what I wrote. You think I'm about to mess that up for us? Mess that up me? Mess that up for my legacy, the show's legacy, for our futures, just because I want to tell a joke? There would not even be a goodbye. The last episode prior to that happening would be our last episode. That's it. Like you, we couldn't get back in this situation and try to talk to each other knowing I had just fumbled the way I fumbled. Especially knowing that afterwards, price just went up. Not 
not only am I getting paid that day, I'm getting paid more every day going forward because you can't pay me what I was getting paid before I went. In perpetuity. Bing bong. Because. For a nominal fee. Very soon to be. <laughs> a phenomenal fee. I will slice off some of the broken pencil nozzle and put it on your plate. And guess what I ain't gonna do before I serve it? Chop it up and snort it. <laughs> Maybe it's just maybe it's just the fact that we don't get to play them type of reindeer games. Like there are we, other we people. Can. We can. I mean, we no, can. We, can, we can't. See, there are other people who get to play these reindeer games. You get to play chicken with the money. We don't do. We don't get. We're not afforded those opportunities. We're, we're to not. the we're to the we're to the point where we understand the value of not doing that. We can we can do anything we want to do at this age. At this what financial juncture in our lives, freedom of speech, you can say whatever you want to say, but there's consequences mm -hmm. to the words you speak. Absolutely. And I don't know, I don't know what it is about this particular generation of people who don't understand that. Like you say what you want. Wood season a one, this chair slides back. The person in it stands up. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So uh, even 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 sliding back in, in the chair and standing up, there is a consequence, consequence to that. that. I'm expressing myself. I'm telling you something's about to happen and it's going to be bad for both of us. <laughs> but I'm going to feel better about it than you do. Much. All right. Um, Billy, come on, dog. We can help you. <sighs> no, no, we can't. We can't because you don't have the money to pay us. <laughs> He got. He still get cut quarterly uh, residuals. He no, still, no, no. He he probably still has good money coming in from royalties and whatnot, and everything that he's spending on NWA is tax deductible, so he's able to get it back. Let's not act like he's destitute. But if you are not, <laughs> if you are not up here functioning to a level to where you understand that securing eight figures is more important than telling a cocaine joke, you don't have the money to pay us. <laughs> And on that note, it's wild. It's time to play a game. Man, please, let's do it. Hey, hey. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You say that. Whoa. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. We say that. Hey. And I want one, two, two, three. Get your ass out. I want one, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. One, one, two, two, three. Get your ass out. I want one, two, two, three. Get the fuck on. Yeah, man. We got two of these back to back. This is sponsored by the CW. Boy, you are a child. You are a 100% child. Shouts out to Danger 2, a.k.a. JBL. What up? Uh, he tells us that the beeps as we edit the curses now is whack. Look, look. I'm, I'm starting to believe him, and I'm really getting where I feel like we'll talk about it. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We'll, we'll weigh our options here soon. Listen, I I understand the direction that we chose. I think we fought the mm -hmm. wrong battle. 
<laughs> it's cool though. Um, I'm not. I'm not mad one way or the other. AEW right. Full Gear is happening later on tonight. By the time you hear this, it would have already happened. We still do this anyway because we got to have an excuse to either a get the get the pay per view or b uh, be justified in our choice to not get the pay per view. But at least we need to know how we feel about these matches going into them before we talk about the results on the next show. So, so what you're saying is how we feel about this, this pay-per-view card after we play you know who ain't gonna win is gonna determine whether or not we actually buy the card literally at the 11th hour five minutes before showtime we're gonna have a text thread that happens every show you know this Good. yeah because i was gonna ask <laughs> i was going ooh. All right, let's go. Let's figure this out. This All right, so for the, on the zero hour, which I include that because AEW does do good stuff in the zero hour. On the zero hour, we're gonna have for the <laughs> RO for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship, your champion Eddie Kingpin taking on Jay Lethal. Swaff who ain't gonna win. Haven't been keep, keeping up with the progression. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter about the progression. Who ain't gonna win this match? Jay Lethal ain't gonna win. I don't remember the last time he won anything. I, honestly, I think this is probably going to be the beginnings of Jay Lethal leaving the organization that he has with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, but he ain't going to win this match. Can, uh, we, can we fast forward that? <laughs> Jeff, get back to booking these venues. We can help you with those, too. Uh, for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, your champion, ROH. I'm sorry, your champion, MJF, with guest, uh, guest champion Samoa Joe taking on Austin and Colton the Guns. Oh, so he accepted the peace treaty? He he didn't have a choice. He was getting beat down and served up something, something awful by Bang Bang Gang. Pause. Um, yeah, Gun Club. Yeah, Gun gun Club ain't winning. With you on that. Uh, and and they, I don't know why this is happening, but I'm glad it is, Match. Claudio Castagnoli taking on Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews! Suave ain't going to win. Whoever has to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look if i if i there are a few things i'm more confident in they gonna they gonna get active so yeah the winner of this match needs an roh title shot or immediately or they need to be earmarked to be the number one the number one contender in the tournament to determine the new roh world television champion my opinion for the AEW, just more TV time on Wednesday. How about that? Let's wrestle for that. Let's start wrestling for tangible things. Like I want more match time on Wednesday. That's what the winner of this match gets. Build a better story arc for Collision, because that's where you can get your TV time at for real. I'm not. I'm not going back to Collision for quite some time. It's yeah, still football. Yeah, I think. I think it'll be sooner than you think. Uh, oh wait. Oh, we got playoffs coming up too. Playoffs. <laughs> you kidding me? Playoffs. <laughs> it's a week winning game. Unless there are more matches added, here we go with the main card. For the AEW World Women's Championship, your champion, Hukato Shida, taking on Timeless Tony Storm. Suave, who ain't going to win? Shida. <laughs> it's time. It's time, man. <laughs> it's time for Timeless. I've never I've never wanted someone to get skyrocketed so much because there's so much for her on the other side of this door. Uh, you gonna mess around and let that deal expire, and and Uncle Trip's gonna know what to do with old timeless Tony Storm because now she has a gimmick and a damn good one, a damn good one. Uh, six man tag action and not trios, thank goodness. 
uh, Sting, Darby, YFN Darby, Adam Copeland take, uh, taking on Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne, and Ric Flair will be at ringside. Suave, who ain't going to win? You mentioned Ric Flair, and it, it just completely changed my thought process on this. So what I would love to believe is that this is the Sting retirement tour, and he doesn't take any losses at all. I don't so, think he's been pinned in AEW. I mean, did he really need to? Did he need to be? I, honestly, I, I'll do you one better. If, he, if there's ever a time to pin him, it would be in this match. However, I don't think that's going to happen. What I think is going to happen, and what I would like to see happen, is Christian Cage uh, tell Adam Cole that he, or Adam Copeland that he ain't winning. I would love to see Ric Flair turn on Sting right here. And then we start this whole March towards March. March towards March. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we still ain't okay. Just- Go ahead. Did you you see Tony Giovanni said uh, he wanted Surfer Sting back for the last match? No, but I can see it, bro. If Sting starts training like, and I mean like physique training now, and is ready for March and comes out as Surfer Sting, you're going to pop. You're going to get your blue your blue and gold I'm, face paint. I'm probably going to have a moment. Oh, oh, probably going to have a probably going to have a brief moment where like. Damn, I was here for the whole thing. Childhood. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those. But yo, wouldn't that be something if we saw uh Power Team USA Sting, Blade Runner Sting, Surfer Sting, Black Hair uh Surfer Paint Sting, uh Crow Sting, uh Wolf, Sting, Wolfpack Sting. <laughs> tomato sting. Yeah, tomato sting. Uh sting. <laughs> That's what that was. Was Muda Sting. Uh Joker Sting. Uh Main Event Mafia Sting. Uh if we if we got if we could get nine matches between because that's that's basically nine different things. If we can get nine matches between now and March. And the last match culminates with with uh, with Surfer Sting. Man, I, I think that's that would be the perfect way to cap a career off. I agree. Um, this is usually where I expect Tony Khan to shine in instances where you can create cool fan moments. But again, as we have kind of ex, we've uh, we've volleyed back and forth at nauseum. He is spread so thin across all of these different things that he has got his hands into that quality control often suffers. Mm-hmm. So there's a possibility that this victory lap tour for Sting doesn't go the way real Sting fans may want it to, which is why I'm like, okay, if we get the, the surfer Sting on the way out, that might be as good as it gets because... Having Ric Flair around, it's cool and entertaining, but not for the reasons they think it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> As a matter of fact, yeah. It is it's just not for the reasons you think. Yeah, that bloom is off the rose. But yeah, it's one of those things where you just watch and wait. <laughs> that, that's where we at with it. We watch and then we wait. Uh, so who ain't going to win? Team I'm team go, team four generations or or the patriarchy. Wait, team four. 
Yeah, Team 4G. <laughs> team 4G ain't going to win. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Team 4G ain't going to win too. Uh, but Sting ain't taking the pin. Uh, for the AEW International Championship, number three, your champion, Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. Swap who ain't going to win. My tolerance. <sighs> this is one match where I just wish it Orange Cassidy over. helps it end very, very quickly. Uh-uh. And he's the one that ain't going to win. You getting at least twenty out of this, at least. Well, it's only going to be. Yeah, oh, it's an international champ. It might, it might have an hour time limit. Good lord! All right. Just, we, we need to have okay. a con- we need to have a conversation about this title. Uh, not into not the next episode, but probably like one or two episodes from now, sometime before the holiday. We need to have a conversation about the AEW International Championship. I got a I got a really good talk track for you on that one. Did did you say conversation or consolidation? Because that's probably what should happen. They should consolidate this with the title. Save it. And get some of this stuff out of the way. Save it. You save it, sir. There's nothing else to say. Texas. I, I don't want. Texas I don't death want match. Another international champion at all. What? Neither one of these people are from Texas. <laughs> Texas death match. Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. Suave ain't gonna win. I'm picking Hangman Page not to win, but I know better. Nah, I don't think he winning either. He he can't win. He ain't. He's proving himself in this whole back and forth. He ain't G enough to handle something real. This man, this man was at work in the ring while Swerving Prince Nana was allegedly in his house. Pulling a B&E. A full-blown B&E. And all he's worried about... Wife and child home. All he's worried about is the ability or the inability to put hands on Swerve because it, it means an indefinite suspension and a match being called off at a pay-per-view? So you beat the brakes off of Prince Nada because he was there? He's the one you could tell. It's like, again, what I just say, quality control. This whole story post uh, Wrestle Dream, the quality control just swerved off the road. No pun intended. Here's what should have happened. The, the suspension stipulation should have been put in place. Somebody, in this case, Hangman Page, should have gone right at Swerve. The first time Swerve opened his mouth, instead of Hangman snatching the microphone from Tony Schiavone, making Tony Schiavone like, look at him like, why are you here? Hangman should have, slot, should have socked Swerve in the mouth and kept beating Swerve until the match became the loser of this match is suspended. Like you, 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 he gets suspended for putting hands on him. He gets fined, but he keeps the beat down going because dude broke into his house while his wife and child were at home. And if you want me to stop this, you're going to reinstate me right now. The match is going to happen, and the loser of this match is suspended to the end of the year. That's how you solve that problem. That's how you make Adam Page more credible. Not let him talk talk smacking and beat down Prince Nana. And then you you had the nerve. You had the nerve to talk about how Prince Nana buys weed from high school kids and steals it. Like that's the best you got. <laughs> 
I hope I hope you don't win, Adam Page. You don't deserve to win. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I can't believe I, I had to explain all that. Where do I start? First, quality control went off the rails as soon as you did the B and E angle. We didn't need to go that far because in real life, there's no coming back from that. That's usually followed by the sounds of uh, inanimate objects becoming animate. Cigars can't fix it for me. Wings can't fix it for you. Nope. 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 So how I would have fixed it, since you, you gave a scenario on how to make Hangman credible, I don't care about making Hangman credible because every time he gets into a situation where there's some money on the line, whether literally or figuratively, he finds a way to F it up or go into business for himself or whatever the case. But we could have we could have done something simple where Swerve destroyed a brand new truck. This, here's, here's because we've had brand new cars on, on Dynamite before, back in the early days. Remember the, the Shelby 5, the uh, 500 Shelby 500, that, uh, yep. that Moxley had? Bring a brand new F F one fifty out. I mean, just a, a laid version, and have Swerve completely just deface it, slash all four tires, bust the windows out, spray paint it. That's Hangman's new truck. Cool. It's cowboy. So that's something that should make him upset. So now you have something to fight about. Because Hangman's initial reaction to the B and E was to come out and give some of the most iffy chair shots I've seen in a long time. And had I not seen Cody Ibushi swing a pipe this week, pause, it would have been some of the worst stuff I've seen in quite some time. Didn't we get a gimp mask post B and E? I don't know. I would call a I would call a leather gimp mask causing a uh, a, a loss for Swerve on an episode of uh, Dynamite. It, it's quite possible. I, I'm loosely paying attention to some of this stuff now because it's like, hey, if I pay too much attention, I'm going to be too critical. We're already giving if too I, much energy to this match. Hangman Page ain't winning this match. Um, oh, and who, who who you got not winning this match? Look, I'm not choosing Hangman Page to do anything other than lose. All right. That's all I need. Golden Jets, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho taking on Nick and Mac Jackson, the Young Bucks. Who ain't going to win? Oh, and the stipulation is if the Golden Jets uh, lose, they must disband. They will never tag again. They've only been a team six weeks. And if if the Young Bucks win, then they get an AEW World Tag Team title match. That they already have. <laughs> the feelings of everyone who's really concerned about elite business that that's who's not gonna win it's, it's too much nick and mac jackson ain't winning either at home there, they're, they're not go. they're not gonna win uh for the aew tbs championship the uh the jay cargill uh title uh their champion chris datlander taking on julia hart taking on sky blue in the three-way suave who ain't gonna win anybody not named statlander thanks for playing um this does not bode well for us buying this pay-per-view. For the AEW World Tag Team Championship, a four-way tag team ladder match. Your champions, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, taking on La Facion and Gobernables, Rush and Dralistico, 
FTR, Uncle Dex, Cash Wheeler, and Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King. <sighs> Hold on a second, Suave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Digest it. Pause. Who ain't gonna win? I'm gonna I'm I'm take FT. I'm gonna take anybody not named FTR. I, I think they f figured out Cash's legal situation, and now we finna get back to business. <sighs> I think anybody not named your current and still champions, Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Also, the EMTs. They ain't gonna win. <sighs> Brody King has a cast on for what we don't know. Roosh and Jarlistico. Luchador's great. Ladder match, cool. Somebody getting hurt. This does, and this I don't, I don't want that to happen. This doesn't need to be a ladder match. What is the purpose of it being a ladder match? So that somebody doesn't take a pinfall. You got to protect somebody somehow, some way. That's all this match is for is protection. You know how you protect them? You keep them out of a ladder match. You keep them out of a ladder you, match with, you, four, with with six other people. <laughs> or four other people, rather. Them. Yeah. And then finally, for the AEW World Championship, your champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF, taking on Switchblade Jay White. Swap who ain't going to win. Jay White. I don't. I don't want to see him do do anything. Jay else. White has he already has proven talk. himself to not be able to carry a microphone. The last thing he needs to do is carry an American World Title, and that's how you play. Who do you know who ain't gonna win? Show up, brokenpencilbc.com, brokenpencilbc at gmail.com. That's at brokenpencilbc on all things social. As you can see right here, brokenpencilbc on what? Everything. 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 Suave, take him to the house. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Pencil pushers. Like, rate, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Then tell that friend to tell a friend, and then tell that friend again. Heads up. Pencils down. Yep. That and that's how it go. Straight Worst like show that. We've ever done. Worst. We keep show. getting ever the money goes bring, up I'm bringing it back for 24 the qual the quality gets worse the money goes just, up this is, this is what happens uh, i'm still wearing a shirt from season one what's wrong with me we ain't making enough money around here <laughs>